0: We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Arnett. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kertroth Street, Peter Maritzburg or call 0780382166. God richly bless you. Last week, how many of you were not here last week? How many of you were neither here or not here? Because, I mean, <laughs> you're sure whether, which last week am I talking about. Okay, so we read from Philippians, Philippians chapter 3, verse number 13 and 14. Paul is writing to the church in Philippi. He was writing to the church in Philippi and he said to them, He he had written so many things, which made it look as though he had accomplished so much. So he needed to bring a point of correction to them. So he says in verse 13, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended for this one thing I do, or but this one thing I do, forgetting about those things that are before and reaching for those things that are ahead. Verse 14, he says... I press on to the goal of the prize of the high or upward calling. Amen. So Paul is telling them that there's something higher than what we have achieved thus far. I came to tell you this morning that there's something higher for us than what we have achieved thus far. You may be thinking that once you can afford Brazilian hair, you have arrived. But God sent me to tell you that Brazilian hair is the lowest kind of thing you will be able to afford. You may be thinking, once I've passed my trick, I've reached the pinnacle of my quest in this life. But God said I should tell you there are higher things. Amen. As a church, we can easily be thinking that once we have acquired a church building and also seeing that there are so many churches around that have no building of their own, once we have acquired a church building, we have arrived. I came to tell you that there are more church buildings that we are going to acquire. (laughs) Hallelujah. So he says in verse 14, I press forward to the goal. Of the price of the high calling. So I started to share with you how Paul was doing this thing. And he said, I do it by focusing on one thing. Concentrating on what I am doing. You will have much success if you concentrate on what you are doing. He writes to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 15. He tells him, meditate on these things. He said, he had written so many things today. He said, he said, think about them. Let your mind stay on them. To meditate on something is to let your mind stay on the thing. So he said, let your mind stay on this thing. Then give yourself wholly to it. He said, give thyself completely, which means concentrate on it. Amalgamate all your efforts, all your time, all your resources, all your attention onto this thing. Why? So that you're profiting. The New King James says, so that your progress, I see you making progress. Yeah. It says that thy profiting may appear unto all. Concentration brings profit. Anything you are doing that you can't find a way around it, it's more likely that you are not concentrating on it. It's more than likely you are not, your marriage is bizarre perhaps because you are not concentrating on it. Your finances are bizarre perhaps because you are not concentrating on it. Concentrate on your work. You can't go to work and from morning till evening you are just WhatsApping. Some people can WhatsApp. I wonder if they do anything. I mean, the WhatsApp, I think I'm dealing with Tim Cook or Steve Jobs. Yeah, sometimes you wonder. He's always online. Before Facebook overtook, uh, before WhatsApp overtook Facebook, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, he brought Facebook. Is that not so? And we got hooked on Facebook. Then WhatsApp overtook them, so he bought WhatsApp. May you buy everything that tries to overtake you. May you buy your competitors. Some people can be online so much that you wonder, are they working for Facebook? Every three minutes they have updated their profile, they have changed their picture. It's like, hey, checking in at places that they shouldn't be checking in. Hallelujah. Concentrate on what you are doing. I said concentrate on what you are doing. If you are into business, concentrate on it. So he says, why? So that your profiting will appear unto all. And last week I mentioned that one of the things that makes us unable to concentrate on our new goals or the new levels we are supposed to go to is our old experiences, whether good or bad your old successes, your failures. Sometimes you have been in a bad relationship. So when you get into a good relationship, you start to punish the good brother for what the bad brother did. Yeah, some sisters even punish their husbands for what their father did to their mothers. It's a generational punishment. Thank you. You, get you have entered into a good church and you are punishing us for the not so good church you came from. Hey. And now Pastor, my church back at Amtata, hmm, don't know, I don't know. There was a bearded man in the church. The way was very bad to men. Uh, oh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> my God, please forgive me. So, as you have come to the church, you have marked all the bearded brothers in the church. Be careful of this one. Be careful of this one. Be careful of this one. Listen. It's another church. It's a new place. Concentrate on it. Enjoy the blessing that God has brought to you. If it's a blessing, it has only two things to do. The Bible says, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and adds no sorrow. So it's only going to make you rich And bring happiness into your life Forget about the old things. Some of us Just one exam that you passed You know pastor in, in, in 2009 2009 I got an award for Employee of the month So since then You have become miss lazy At the workplace when your boss wants to talk to you, it's, uh, don't you remember this is my certificate, please, um, employee of them? Please take a picture of me and the certificate, employee of them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and
0: and it was the month of February. If it had thirty-one days, you wouldn't have made it. You just survived because we cut it off at twenty-eight days. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Forget about, yes you, 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 yes, you did well. You were awarded on that day. Yes, but let's put it behind us and let's press towards what is forward. Let's forge ahead. I said, let's do what? Let's forge ahead. Amen. So I started to share with you things that we need to concentrate on. Number one, I said you must concentrate on your life's goal. Amen. You must concentrate on your what, your life's goal, what you want to achieve in this life. You have to con- it needs concentration for it to happen. It doesn't just happen. Wishes, if wishes were horses, beggars will ride. Have you heard that scripture before? Mark seventeen ninety four. That's the scripture. If wishes were horses. What a shock. Beggars will ride. (laughs) Oh
1: God. Oh God.
0: When you come to church, try and sit in front. A lot of things happen in the front. So when you are at the back, you miss most of them. (laughs) Let the church say amen. Amen. Concentrate. If you're a student, concentrate on your school. Yeah. You are struggling with mathematics, concentrate on it. School is not designed for us to fail. Anybody who told you that thing is a liar is the devil. Yeah, it's not designed for you to fail. Is if it's a, look. Sometimes I go I go to write an exam. I see people solving questions. When I look at the question, I tell them this question is too difficult for a, a, a lecturer in his right state of mind to ask the students. <laughs> Only for twenty marks. There's too much work involved in this question. Just for 20 marks. Yeah, I tell them, no. If it were, it's not enough to be two questions. Neither is it good enough to be one question. It's too much for 20 marks. So, if, look, if we are students, listen, the lecturers, let me tell you, this one I'm telling you for free. The lecturers have to submit the questions they ask us to a board, a standards board. And the standard board have to accept the question before they ask us. So that it's not too easy, nor too difficult. That's why when you, you are in school, you should just answer all the past questions. Lecturers are lazy, don't tell them when you go to school. They, you see, they, they are not only lazy, they are also proud. So they don't want to come and submit. We have submitted to this guy and he says, I reject the question. So since they don't want to go through that humiliation before another lecturer, they just use all the questions that have been accepted in time past. They just shuffle them, then they give it to us. And the school is designed such so that we will pass. The only reason why we don't pass is you are not concentrating enough. You are not putting enough work into it. If you, if you are in grade 12, you are doing matric, perhaps the most important examination of your Life. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing my master's, that exam is... No, (laughs) your life has already been determined. (laughs) Matric, that's what would determine whether you sell vegetables at long market or you will be in an egg-conditioned corner office. Yeah. If you are in grade 12 this year, you have no business watching television. Television is not your friend. I say that again. Television is not your friend. Yeah. It's not your friend. So when you are struggling with something, you are not concentrating on it. Whatever you are doing, business, you are working. Even if you are working for somebody, Concentrate. When Bible says, he that is faithful with another man's business to that person will be giving his own business. Yeah, concentrate. Let the person give a good report of you. Don't let the person say one day when you leave there, they, they have a party because you have left. Can you imagine you, you left then you forgot your stapling, your stapler at the office so you come back the next Friday to come and take your stapler. When you get there, they are having a party. When you are, why, why are they having a party? That you see, they have put on the wall. Good riddance! Yeah. Celebrating the good riddance of Miss. Yeah. Ah, concentrate. Hello. Whatever your life's goal, concentrate on it. Number two. Concentrate for that. When we read from David, David said in Psalm twenty-seven, I think verse four, he says, uh, "One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple." Do you get? It? D- David's goal was to be in the presence of God. Yeah, no wonder he wrote all the nine songs. As the deer panted for the water, so my soul longed after you. You alone at my heart, desiring alone to uh, That's David. That's David. Oh, my soul, do you not know? Have you not heard? It's been told from the... That's David. The Lord your God is by your side. is David. That's why he wrote it. Somebody wanted to be in the presence of God. Next week I start a very fantastic series called How to Be God's Favorite Child. You will love it. Yeah, you will love it. Yeah, you will love it. Concentrate, number two. Concentrate on God's purpose for your life. I said concentrate on what? God's purpose. That's the second thing I concentrate on. God's purpose for your life. Concentrate on it. That is the whole reason why we are on this earth. What the maker wants of us. That's the reason why we are here. No other reason. Concentrate on it. So Jesus, as he was walking on this earth, he told the people clearly why he's here. He said, Mark one thirty-eight. he had gone to pray in Mark one thirty-five. When he finished praying, he came out, he said that, let us go to the other side that I may preach there also. For this reason, came I. He explained to himself, this is the reason why I came. No other reason. I'm healing the sick, but the reason why I came is to preach. So he said, Let us go to the other side of town so that I preach there also. John tells us in 1 John 3 8, he said, For this reason the Son of Man was made manifest, that he would destroy the works of the devil. He, said, he explained to us, This is why. This is why Jesus came on this earth. To do what? To destroy the work of the devil. This is why no devil should be able to torment you. I said this is the reason why no devil should be able to torment you whilst you have Jesus. This is the reason why. That Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. And you are afraid of a tokoloshi, an albino tokoloshi. I mean, a very strange type of tokoloshi. Do do you know who a tokoloshi is? A tokoloshi is a dwarf. A dwarf. I mean, dwarf. Dominative. Dwarf. Do you get it? So it's like you have had a dream, and there's a short man in the dream. And he's also an albino. I mean, an albino short man. And he's following you in the dream. Wherever you go, he's following you. And then when you wake up, you're afraid. Why should you be afraid? For this reason, the Son of Man was made manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. So you wake up and you destroy that, that tokoloshi. You want the tokolosi if I am asleep and you come in my dream again. I will adjust my pillow well and I will pursue you in the dream. You see, sometimes like when you have a dangerous dream, you wake up. You tell the go, t- I won't wake up, I will continue to sleep and I will pursue you in the dream. This is the last time you appear in my dream. This is the last time. Anything that chases you, you will chase it. Anything that makes you cry is going to start crying for this reason Jesus was made manifest that he may destroy the works of the devil maybe some generational something is broken today you know sometimes some demons have a legal right to be where they are because maybe I mean your grandfather your great grandfather doubled in something and then is walking in the line but it ends with you I said it ends with who? You. It ends with you. It ends with you. It ends with you. Jesus was made manifest. He came to this end to destroy the works of the devil. John 10.10, Jesus himself explains to us again. He says "The thief cometh not but to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But I have come, I have come, that ye may have life and have it in abundance. So why are you afraid that you will die? When Jesus has said that this is the primary reason why I came on this earth. That you will have life and have it in abundance. Recently, somebody called me and said, I mean, we, we realized that on one of your cards, we have not activated a certain something. And then he, he went on. You know, these telemarketers, he went on talking. So I asked, I asked the person, it's going to cost me something, right? He said, oh, it's going to cost you this, that, that. And I said, when do I benefit? He said, oh, in case you die. I said, brother, I'm not planning to die now. I, I told him, to, I said, look, Mr. Nigel, I am not planning to, he was called Ketisnaidu. I said, I am not planning to die now. Why should I be paying four rounds, fifty, five rounds, fifty every month when I'm planning to die in my seventies and eighties? So I pay from now till then. Then if I am owing at that time, that's when I benefit. I said, no, Baba, stop that. I'm not planning to die now. At least by the grace of God. And by virtue of this scripture. That Christ has come that I may have life and have it in abundance. I am not dying now. I shall live and not die to declare the works of the Lord. That will be your story too. Hey. My God. It's amazing. No, 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 that will be your story. Maybe the doctor, you're going to see the doctor, and the doctor has written cancer on your thing. Rise up and say, Christ, Christ is giving me life in Abba. I will not die. Yes. This abundance of life involves eternal life, involves good health, involves prosperity, it involves everything that has to do with our lives. So Peter said, God has given us all things that pursue to life and godliness. Life. To make us live and also live a godly life. God has given it to us. Hallelujah. So Jesus stated clearly what God's purpose for his life was. You too. What is God's purpose for you? It's one of the things you must find. Why did God bring you here? Did God bring you here just to sing in the church? If that's it, I mean we can't say no. If that's it, concentrate on it. Focus on it. Yeah. What did God bring you? It, it's, it's, look, it's, it will be so miserable when life is over and we stand before our master and maker And then, it's like, account for your life. Then it's, oh, Mr. God. By the way, how are you? Bradji? how are you? Yeah. uh, You know, when I was on earth, uh, Peter Marisberg, to be specific, I did a couple of things, you know. Time will not allow me to, to mention all of it. That is, uh, Mr. Mann, we are in eternity here. Yeah, time doesn't exist. Okay, I will elaborate on it. Uh, well, I finished my diploma, and then I went to work for Department of Health as a safety inspector. I inspected all the factories and the industries in KZN. Especially the urban areas, because you know that um, you know them um, anyway. You know them the way they are. So I had to do inspect to see if curry they have put some curry where it shouldn't belong. But I did my best. Then one Friday it was Good Friday. Then I came to church. Then um, the bishop, the tall one. Uh, what is his name? Uh, Bishop Rev, yes. Larry, yes. That's why he was preaching. So he said people should lift up their hands. So I also lifted up my hands. Then he said they should come. So I came. I, I mean, I'm not a disobedient person. That's why I'm standing here, you know. All the disobedient people, they are in hell. You can see them. But then after that, I went to continue inspecting. I even inspected the church. Whether they are they are meeting their safety. That's what I did with my life. Really? That's what you did with your life? The 70 years that was given to you, that's what you did with it? Really? Checking whether we are keeping the church clean? Whether we have enough exits to escape in the case of fire? You will be in a shock. That's why you and I we must find it. How do we find it? You have to be, it's something you should be praying about. You should pray about it constantly. Number one, you should pray about it. Jesus, Jesus said what he wanted to after he prayed in Mark 135. Number two, you should watch what your desires are. Yeah, what your desires. He says, if a man desires the office of a bishop. He desires a good thing. So, you know what God sent you to the earth to do by your desires. Maybe any time you see the children around, you become worried. Maybe God is calling you to look after the children. Yeah, that's how you know your desires. I'm not surprised that I'm a pastor today. Not that I'm holy. Not in that sense. Because when I look at my desires, there are, there are, there are a couple of things I could have become a commentator. I mean, events commentator just by my desire because I like to talk to people so I could have become a commentator maybe watching rugby I mean a newsreader, a politician talking about service delivery and all the things that go with it or a pastor from my desire when I was young I could be there and be talking to myself Yeah, I'll Me and myself will be having a conversation, and my mother will be so bored. I'm sure they thought, "Ah, this guy is Pambana, I tell you, I'll just be there alone. Somebody will knock on the door and come in. What's happening? I'm alone. Who's here? I'm alone. And we are talking. We are having a conversation. Yeah, me and me, we are having a conversation. So you two, look. What are your desires? It's usually linked to the purpose. You see, you you, you have these summits where they say, um, know your mandate, um, destiny. um, They use assignment. It's all the same thing. Purpose. This is is it. When you go, usually, Nigerian conferences, they have a way of using very big words. You know, imitation is limitation. You see, pursue your pursuers. Do you, do you understand? So, instead of saying your purpose or your calling, they use a word like your assignment. Do, do you get it? Or, or your mandate. Or, 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 you know, or your destiny. You know? Uh-huh. And such flamboyant words make it look very grand. Do, do, do you understand what I'm saying? But all they are saying is the reason why God brought you to this end. So, check your desires. I said I'll give you three. I I've forgotten the third one. Prayer, desires, and then your gift. Yeah. So your gift is even something you must concentrate on. Yeah. Romans eleven twenty nine. the Bible says the gifts and the callings of God, they are linked together. They are without repentance or they are irrevocable. The New King James says they are irrevocable. It means God doesn't take them back. The gifts and the callings. They are linked together. Your gift and your calling. They are linked together. Even pastoring as I pastor, I am using my gift to pastor. They are linked together. Without my gift, I'll be a very, I mean, I don't think I can pastor. Yeah. Your gift. So concentrate on your gift. The Bible says, I think Proverbs 16, 18, the Bible says that, A man's gift will make room for him and will bring him before kings. It's more important to focus on your gift than to even go to school. The church is quiet. Revelations 8-1, the Bible says that there was silence in heaven for the space of half an hour. So I allow quietness in the church. Yeah. Look, your gift It's what will create an office. Space means an office. That's why even we say office space. Create an office for you. And bring you into prominence. It's your gift. You may be a doctor. I mean, let's give a good example. Bishop Ward Mills. I mean, when I knew him, he was a doctor. And he still is a doctor. But being a doctor has not sent him around the world. But being a pastor, using his gift, is taking him. It's because of his gift that we are here today, not because of his. I mean, how many of you remember your your doctors on their birthday? Even if you know their birthdays, some of you don't even know if they were born. Yeah. So doctor says it's my birthday. Say really? I don't believe it. Concentrate on your gift. Maybe God has given you a small gift to sing. Concentrate on it; it will grow. I said it will grow, and it will bring you before kings. Yesterday, I was watching one of one of my little girls. I have three children: two boys and one girl. She's bigger. She's almost like me. Two born by my wife, and one the mother dashes to me. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, when I was leaving Portland, the mother came to see me. She said, take this girl with you where you are going. I said, I can't just take her like that. she said, no, if she's here, you are not here, she will be destroyed. Yeah. So if God blesses me, I'm going to bring her here. Yesterday, I was just there Then she, she sent me a message that she's going live on Facebook, so I should, I should hit her page and see it. When I turned to her page, I mean, she was in a concert, grand concert, yeah, and she was going live. I mean, look, what you said. I remember when we first, when she first sang. She came to tell me, Pastor, I can sing. As about you, this small girl, we proper people are singing. You say you can sing. I've not seen anybody with such self confidence. You start singing, then we say, okay, you can sing. But she came to me and said, I can sing. So I said, You will sing on Tuesday, I will see. And Tuesday she came to sing. I look at her and I said, Wow, this girl has a future. Now? It's like they do concerts, they put people on the poster, then they put it also on the poster. Yeah. It's, it's all come by concentrating on it. You have to concentrate on what you have. You know, sometimes the reason why we don't concentrate on what we have is that we think it's small. It's like the parable of the talent. The one that had one talent. So mine is very small. Cause It may be small, but concentrate on it. After concentration and use of it, you will see that small thing will become a big thing. Yeah. It will become a big thing. It will become a Number three, I close on this one. Concentrate on Jesus. I said concentrate on who? Jesus. Life is about Jesus. Our walk with God is about Jesus. Bible says all things were made by him and for his pleasure. The best way I can explain to you is like... Children with... A child with toys. Do you get it? A child who has toys. The toys are for the pleasure of the child. We are like... Not to sound disrespectful. But we are like just toys. And Jesus is playing with... That's why I said not to sound disrespectful. Because I just had a message from that side. When it comes to God... Is it, you 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 say mercy because you have not pictured who God is. If you can picture who God is, you will even be happy that you are a toy. Yeah. It's like we are toys before God. Bef, toys that God has bought for his son, Christ. It says, all things were made for his pleasure, to make him happy. So our lives is just to make God happy. To make Jesus happy. Hebrews 12, the writer is writing, I think it's Paul. He says, seeing that we are encompassed from verse 1, seeing that we are encompassed or we are surrounded round about by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every wit and every sin that does easily beset us. And let's run with patience. The reset before us. Then, verse two, he advises us what to do. He says, "Looking onto your grandmother, looking onto the president, looking onto your boss, looking onto the rand. but looking onto Jesus—the beginning and the end of our faith. Our life starts with Him and ends with Him." The begin, he says, the author and the finisher, the beginner and the ender of our faith. Let's look unto him. He said, looking unto Jesus. Everybody here, our attention must be on Jesus. Your attention shouldn't be on the pastor. Hey, you know, pastor, oh, when I see something happens to me, ah, my God, ah, tickle one. Hey, when I see, oh, pastor,
1: pastor,
0: hey, you have made a very big mistake. Turn your eyes off the pastor and put your eyes on Jesus. That hmm. The way I'm waiting for month end, hmm. I just pray that my boss will be happy with me and give boss. Oh Mr. So, because of that, you are doing all kinds of things for the boss beyond your job description. <laughs> uh, please, boss, do you want some tea? Can I bring you some tea, please? Tea or coffee, boss. Do you want sugar or or, or or you don't want sugar? Do you want the sugar or you want sweetener? Okay, sugar, brown or white, boss. How many spoons, please? Hey. Thank you,
1: boss. Boss, boss, boss. Hey.
0: Your confidence is in your boss. Look, take your eyes off your boss and look up to Jesus. Yeah, look up to Jesus. Don't look to any man. Bible says the arm of flesh, it will fail you. Look, keep your eyes. Verse 2 says, looking unto Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. The beginning and the end. The beginning and the end of our faith. Concentrate. Listen. Once you realize that your attention is of Jesus, your Christian life is beginning to go the wrong way. Yes, thank God for pastors. Thank God for your shepherd who follow you up. I'm not saying, from Twitter, you are not Jesus. Even Jesus wasn't like this. I mean, if you look at yourself, can you be Jesus? Jesus wasn't like this. No, I'm not saying that. Shepherds and pastors and maybe elder brothers and sisters in the faith, we are just helpers.
1: Helpers
0: of your faith. Helping you, we are, we are we are we are helping you to stabilize in Christ. But the ultimate person is Jesus. That's why we must all look to Jesus. I feel, uh, but Pastor, but Pastor, you, you haven't met you haven't met our bishop. If you met our bishop, I mean, look at a bishop like this. That when he even speaks, a star comes out of his mouth into the air like this. Have you seen a, a bishop like this before? I mean, think about it. When you, when you speak, stars do. It's saliva that comes out. But when he speaks, stars, stars. You won't believe it, I tell you. You won't believe it.
1: Stars
0: come out. So I'm looking up to the bishop. Listen. Listen. Thank God for the bishop. As far as I'm concerned, this is the greatest man of God I have ever met. Yeah, I have ever, ever met me. I don't know about you. That this is the I have ever met. I've I've seen Benin, I've been at his program, but I've not met him. I've seen T D on television. I've not met him. This is the one I have met. But it's Jesus we are looking. We are following him because he's pointing to Jesus. He's telling us look up to Jesus. Everybody look up to Jesus. Yeah. Concentrate on Jesus. When you concentrate on Jesus, you concentrate on heaven. What is the use of being in the church for all these years and dying and going to hell? Jesus himself asked us, to what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and he loses his own soul? Concentrate on Jesus. I see you focusing on Jesus. Yeah. Focus on Jesus. We sing a song. It's all about you. Jesus. And all this is for you. For your glory and your faith. It's not about me. As if you should do things my way, you alone are God, and I surrender to your will. It's life is about Jesus. Listen, it's a, it's not about anybody becoming famous, becoming grand, becoming. It's about Jesus and Him alone being glorified.
1: glorified.
0: Concentrate on Jesus a church. Let's focus on Jesus. Don't be bored when you come to the church and we are talking about Jesus. No, no, no. It's like the owner of the church who has said he will build his church. In fact, let's look at that scripture. Matthew 16, 18. He even defines the purpose of the church to us in Matthew 16, 18. This is where he asks the disciples, who do men say that I am? And they said, Some said you are Elias, some said you are John the Baptist, others said you are one of the prophets. Then he asked Peter, but he asked himself, But who do you say that the Son of Man is? And Peter said, Thou art Christ, the Son of the Living God. Then he said, Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Thou art Peter, thou, thou, thou art Simon, thou shalt be called what? The rock. Upon this, or thou shalt be called Peter. Upon this rock. I will build my church So Jesus is the one who introduced the church There was no church in the Bible Until Jesus came Yeah The name church Or the word church This is where it first appears in the Bible Jesus is the one who introduced They used to say synagogue, temple I mean all these things He introduced this word into the Bible Then he said I will build my church then he explained why he is building his church He said that the gates of hell Will not prevail Against it yeah. He says upon this rock I will build my church When I build a church The gates of hell Will not prevail against it So if in the church We would de- we, we would define ourselves As an effective church Or even as a church When We are ensuring that the gates of hell is not prevailing. What does it mean, Pastor, when you say the gates of hell are not prevailing? What it simply means is that people are not going to hell because of the presence of this church. That is when we are at church. Yeah, that's when we are at church. I said, that is when we are a church. But if we are just here, partying, dancing, happy, they sing, it. you are God alone, from before time began, you are on your throne, you are, and then we clap, and right now, in the good times, and then we are happy. You, you, you're, you're unchangeable, unshakable,
1: unstoppable,
0: that's who you are, then we are happy, then we clap, then we go home. We Are a singing group, yeah. I said, Then we are a singing group. There's no difference between us and a nightclub because that ritual, when they go, they also then they go home. So we have also been what, what, what's the song you sang? Some nice song that everybody, all other gods, they are the works of you. Are the most high. There is now Jehovah, you are the most Jehovah. You see that the taller people are lifting God higher than the shorter people Anyway, back to what I was saying My God, my God, my God
1: Ah. 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 Ah.
0: Listen, next time they are lifting God up And you think you are not stand on the chair and lift him up Then we are a music group Or we are an entertainment group We are a church When we fulfill God's purpose
1: For our lives
0: For the church That is to prevent people From going to hell To prevent people You are a church member When God is able to use you To prevent people From going to hell I will build my church That the gates of hell Will not prevail Against it Yeah. Hallelujah. That's the purpose of the church. I thank God I remembered. I don't know how we got to that, but I thank God I remembered. Yeah. Kofi, we are a church. When through your life, people stop going to hell. Yeah. We prevent people. We, we, We are like a rescue team to prevent people from going to hell. Yeah. That's the only reason why Jesus built a church. Hey, Pastor but I thought that it was so that I can get a place for a wedding. Yes, who do you? It's a, you see, things in this life, usually it has its main benefit or main reason for which it is established. Then there are side benefits. Doing your wedding. Oh, doing it's easy. You can even wake me from the sleep. I come. Dearly beloved, we are gathered in the sight of God in the presence of this congregation to join this man and this woman in the holy, holy estate of matrimony, which Christ says adored. <laughs> no, I, I no, it's not a problem.
1: Yeah.
0: We just come from from, from, from sleep. Straight from we have wash our face, we just ah, uh, dearly beloved. Uh, Matrimony was first created, one, (laughs) for societal comfort that the one may have the other. Number two, it was created that that persons without self-control may marry to keep themselves undefiled members of the body of Christ. look. It's not a problem. Whilst we are doing your your blessing or we are now washing our feet... um, (laughs) So that by the time we reach, you may kiss the bride. We are set. Uh, kiss, kiss her now. No. Uh, I, I'm, just, I'm just in the chest, so that when I die, uh, there'll be a place to bury me. Don't worry. Don't worry. Even in the Bible, when you die, they bury you straight. They don't even wait for your relatives to come. Yeah. I'll show you. One day, a certain lady came to my office. She asked me, Her son was in the church, happy in the church. She asked me, when your church, do you bury? I said, oh, which church doesn't bury? And she said to me, "Um, I hear you don't bury. Then I said, okay, nobody has died yet, so I don't know. (laughs) I've not found out. Yeah, nobody is dead. Then I said to her, but we can give it a try. If you like die now, I'll bury you before your relatives come here. I, I told her, I said, if you, "It's not a, it's not a problem. If you like, I'm giving you five minutes. Just die. I will we'll just, I have ashes outside. We'll take you to the back where you see where Bishop parks his car. We'll dig a hole there and bury you. That's what happened to Ananias and Sapphira." And Ananias, they were having praise and worship. That shouting was too much. He had a heart attack. He died. As soon as he died, the ashes took him outside. They buried him straight. Even before his wife came. Then his wife was Safira. Safira came. Said, so, where's husband?" Oh, we just buried her. Now, she caught the news. She was shocked. She also fell down she died. They went to bury her also quickly. I mean, no, 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 no.
1: Quickly, yeah.
0: So you can't be in the t- If you die, we'll bury. why won't we bury you? Do we look wicked? We will bury you And of course, it's for health reasons Because you are going to smell in the church We have to bury you quickly But the, the inspector, thank you But the main reason Is so that people will not go to hell That's why we are in church I don't know why I've made this detour to this side, but I think it's a good thing. Church of God, let us give ourselves to the purpose for which we have the church. That is preventing people from going to hell. Hallelujah. And then number three, I said what? Focus on Jesus. Concentrate. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Let your life be about Jesus and your walk with him. Anything that will take you away from your faith You have to fight it with all your strength Yeah, you have to fight it with all your strength You have met this friend The way the friend is going Every day, every Sunday Once it's Sunday, it's time to go to church He or she comes up with something Oh, take me to my auntie's place There's a problem Go and help me to solve Every Sunday Such a friend is not a a friendly friend Focus on your relationship with God. As we do, I believe God will bless us. We will excel. Paul said that thy profiting may appear unto all. You will profit and everybody will see. Your friends will see it. Your, your family members will see it. Your enemies will see it. Everybody will see that you have made progress. and you have. Pro- I see somebody making extreme progress in their lives. I see somebody moving forward greatly in their Christian life. Yeah. Maybe they never considered you to be a shepherd. This year you will become a shepherd. Yeah. Maybe even you yourself, you never thought about that. One day I can rise up and be a shepherd. This year you rise up and be a shepherd. Yeah. You will make progress at work, at home, in the church. Whatever you do, you will make progress because you will concentrate on it. God loves you, so do I. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. Lift your hands and just pray for yourself quickly. Just speak to God. You know the things you need to focus on that you have not been focusing on. Tell God, give me the grace. Give me the strength to concentrate on them. To concentrate on them. To concentrate on them. To concentrate. concentrate." Maybe you struggle with paying your tithes. You need to concentrate on your, your prosperity. It will help you. It'll help you. Pray. Pray right now. Help us, Lord, to concentrate. We love you,
1: Lord. To focus.
0: To concentrate thank you Jesus, help us help everybody under the sound of my voice help everybody Lord help us even as a church to fulfill your purpose for the church that upon this rock you are building a church to prevent people from going to hell help us help us Jesus help us help us Lord help us Lord help us Lord Lord no other God but
1: you
0: let's sing it to Jesus we love
1: you
0: no other God but you We love you, Lord. Get to him, tell him you love him.
1: Oh, we, love you, Lord.
0: we adore you, Jesus. We adore you, Lord. We, we lay our lives before. None beside you, Lord. None
1: beside you, Lord. None beside you, Lord.
0: No other
1: God but Lord. you.
0: Sing it one more time. and we love you, Lord. We love you, Lord.
1: We adore you,
0: Lord. we
1: lay our lives before
0: you, We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. But you. I'm beside you, no but you
1: you, our lives before father, Lord. No father bless you,
0: Father. We thank you, we bless you. Help us to focus, concentrate on what you have sent us on this earth to do, concentrate on our life's goal concentrate on your goal for our lives and concentrate on our Lord and Maker Jesus Christ. And we focus on our walk with Him in the name of Jesus. Every hindrance that we have, give us the grace and the strength, Lord, to overcome. We bless you. We thank you. In the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. You are here this morning, every eye closed, every head bowed. Maybe you have been coming to church, or maybe today is your first time, but you know in your heart that Jesus is not the Lord of your life. As I preach and I said it's all about, you thought it was all about the church, but today a revelation has come to you that it's all about Jesus. You are here, you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. I want to start a walk with Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. You are here like that. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Lift up your right hand wherever you are standing. I want to pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Lift up your right hand. Pastor, please pray with me. I want Jesus to be the Lord of mine. Lift your hand. I want to. If you are lifting your hand, lift it high above your head. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. If your hand is lifted up, please come to me in the front. I'll pray with you. Don't be shy. Just come to me. I'll pray with you. You lifted up your hand. Come to me. I'll pray. Don't be shy at all. Come to me. I'll pray with you. you want my sister, come to me. Don't be, don't be shy. Don't be afraid. It's the greatest decision you have made. Come to me. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. My star over there. You lifted up your hand. You don't want to come again. Come to me. I'll pray with you. Don't be afraid. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. Wonderful. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. Just as I am. Please forgive me of all my sins. I receive Jesus. As my Lord and my Savior. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, I am born again. I will love you. I will serve you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Father, thank you for these three. Bless them. Let it be well with them. Fill them with the Holy Spirit. May their lives not be the same again. Come and reside in them, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Ali. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Church Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly
1: bless you.